0: This is the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now, here's your host, publisher of Ion Annapolis,
1: John Frenet. Hello, this is John Frenet. It's Tuesday, October 3rd. Not a whole lot of good news anywhere out in the world today. Reaction continues to pour in regarding the mass shooting in Las Vegas that currently has left 59 people dead and more than 500 wounded. President Trump is going to visit on Wednesday after he gets back from Puerto Rico. Nevada politicians have offered their support to victims and their families, and many lawmakers in Congress are now calling once again to take up stricter gun control laws. At least one local person was injured in the shooting. Tina Frost, a graduate from Arundel High School, still remains in a coma after she was shot during the concert. She has lost an eye, and there has been a GoFundMe established to help pay for the 27-year-old's medical bills. In the music world, Tom Petty, the legendary rocker whose music spanned generations, died yesterday at the age of 66. Petty was rushed to a hospital early in the morning L.A. time after he was found in cardiac arrest. There was some confusion throughout the day whether he had passed away or not, and ultimately he had passed away last night at about 11.40 Eastern Time. Former Ward 6 Aldermanic candidate Dewan Gay got bounced from Anne Arundel County Council Chambers yesterday after calling Chairman Grasso a joke and on his way out of the council chambers apparently had said what the f in response to someone's comments during public testimony gay was in council chambers along with many others protesting councilman michael Perutka and asking for his resignation for his involvement with the league of the south and some comments that he has made that are deemed very racist in other Perutka news, the Arundel Patriot has an article saying that the Internal Revenue Service has revoked the nonprofit status for the Institute on the Constitution, Incorporated, which is a Pasadena nonprofit co-founded by Michael Perutka. It said that they have lost their nonprofit standing on May 15th of this year for failure to file federal tax returns since filing its Articles of Incorporation in August of 2014. It looks like the Annapolis City Council is going to push ahead to see if they can get the form of government change before the election. Currently, a charter amendment up before the council will take the Office of Law as well as the Office of the City Clerk and remove it from the mayor's purvey into the city managers. Expectedly, Mayor Mike Panalides as well as Alderman Fred Payone are opposed to that. However, there are seven Democratic aldermen that are in favor of it. Could get hung up if it gets hung up on committee or there's any kind of additional amendments that are required to it. But with seven members of council supporting the bill, with three of them leaving the council, I expect this one to be snuck on through. In an incredible sense of irony, the Annapolis Boat Shows are moving into the former Fawcett's building. Apparently, they are going to be taking the second floor of the building, which is under construction right now. And if you will recall, way back in 2013, the owners of the Annapolis Boat Show were the ones that were protesting any development on that lot because it would impede some of their ability to run the boat shows. The owner of the property now says that the remaining 60% of the building could be entirely a restaurant currently chesapeake whaler town and a small north sales apparel section is supposed to open in there along with the annapolis boat shows there was a restaurant planned for there but that deal fell through and the owner says he is still looking for a restaurant and says that the remaining 60 percent of the building could entirely be a restaurant which seems a little bit different than what was initially proposed when that building was purchased And speaking of the boat shows, the Sailboat Show opens up this Thursday. And if you're listening to this, send us an email at info at ionanapolis.net with a subject line of boat show tickets. And that's about it. And we'll see if we can give you a boat show ticket or two. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly
0: unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out.
2: Hey everyone, this is George from DMV Weather. Here's the Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, October 3rd. Today will essentially be a repeat of Monday's spectacular weather for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County with max sunshine light winds and very low humidity levels as a very strong area of high pressure over the northeastern united states keeps our weather very stable for today specifically we posted a target high temp on our website of 73 degrees for annapolis and 74 for bwi airport which we will compare to the actuals when the day is over and add to our forecast results section on our website and our app and while we're quickly approaching the three-week mark in terms of the last time we've seen any measurable rain in the entire dmv region of dc central maryland and northern virginia it appears a cold front with some substance to it might move through the area sometime next week so rain relief should be here sooner versus later which will help with very dry ground conditions and help to lower elevated fire hazards okay that's it for us today be sure to download our free app by searching for dc mdva weather in your app store and also be sure to follow us 24 7 365 on our website at dmvweather.com or on social media via twitter or facebook this is george young of dmv weather with your annapolis forecast Whatever the weather out there, have fun and be safe.
1: The Ion Annapolis Daily is possible in part because of the support of Ramshead on stage. Ramshead, where every seat is less than forty-eight feet from the stage, brings more than four hundred concerts a year to the area. To wet your whistle, check out some of these upcoming shows coming up this weekend. Crack the Sky on Friday and Saturday. The Laughs and Drafts Comedy Series continues with Quinn Dahl on Sunday, the eighth. Get your laugh on before a new week. Always recommended. Ricky Lee Jones, yes, Chucky's in love on the 18th, 10,000 Maniacs on the 22nd, and just announced over at Maryland Hall on November 30th, Melissa Etheridge will bring her Merry Christmas Baby Holiday Show. Tickets are still available for all of these shows, and you can get yours at ramsheadonstage.com. Or if you want to go old school, head to their box office. Ramshead is located in the heart of beautiful downtown Annapolis at 33 West Street. For a guaranteed great night out on the town, Ramsheadonstage.com. Wow. Now doesn't that music sound fancy and important? Well, it is. Hey, it's John. As you know, Ion Annapolis and the Maryland Crabs are co-sponsoring a mayoral debate on October 15th at Ramshead on Stage. Unfortunately, it's sold out, but we will be live streaming it. However, we do need your help. We are soliciting questions for the candidates from our listeners. I am sure you have one or two, so just jot them down in an email and send them to info at themarylandcrabs.com or info at ionanapolis.net, and we will sift through them and ask the candidates directly on your behalf. Please make sure they're specific to the candidate and include your first name and your ward or neighborhood, just so we sort of know where the questions are coming from. Thank you very much, and we will see you on the 15th, whether it be in person or on live live streaming. And, hey, the general election for the city of Annapolis is on November 7th. And if you need to register to vote or you need to change your registration, meaning your party affiliation, your address, your name, etc., you have until Monday, October 9th to do it. So put that on your calendar, and we will see you at the polls. They say opinions are like,
0: here we are with a dose of opinion for you.
1: As I was reading the Capitol's article about Dewan Gay getting bounced from county council chambers, and as I thought about the different citizens that are protesting Michael Perutka, I really started to wonder of how much impact and how much of an effect it will have on the councilman. He's obviously refused to resign voluntarily, and according to the county charter, he cannot be removed from office for anything that he has said or done. There are specific reasons to remove a council member, and they're found in section 209 of the county code. You could just ask councilman Pete Smith on how difficult it is to, to remove a sitting council member. His predecessor spent some time in federal prison for failure to pay taxes. Yet when he got out of prison, he got his seat back. Smith ultimately defeated him and still sits on the council. But it's really very difficult to do it for what somebody has said and certainly for any kind of past associations. Michael Perutka's involvement with League of the South was known well before he was elected. His involvement with the robocall against Patrick Armstrong was also known before he was elected. Granted, it was during the election season. Yet the citizens of District 5 still elected him. If the people that are opposed to them really want to see him out, do something about it. Of course, they have their right to their two minutes at council meetings. But let's be real. Who watches the council videos? Who watches the live stream video that may be on the Arundel Patriot that's going to be able to vote in numbers to affect any kind of change? They have the right to their opinion. The solution really is to get out and vote. Form a pack. The citizens of District 5 voted him into office, knowing his background with League of the South. If you want him out, vote him out next year. Call him on his broken promises. He promised when he ran last time that he was only going to run for a single term. Raise funds. Do your own mailings to the district. Do robocalls to the district. Get behind another candidate and support them in their bid for office whining about it at a council meeting is really not the best use of time or energy in my opinion he doesn't want to resign he has not done anything against the code that would force his removal from office and the council simply will not and legally cannot act on that what you're doing is ordering a whopper at a mcdonald's drive through you can ask all you want you can circle the building and try again but in the end you're going to come up either empty-handed or you're going to go home with a big mac and that's what i've been thinking today